Welcome to Tech Talk Weekly. I'm Bob from Creation Station. This is our weekly show where we give you two to three cool tech stories in the news, find something fun about the library for you to learn about, and get you on your way in about 15 to 20 minutes. As always, if you have any news stories you want us to talk about next week, creationstation at broward.org comes right to me, and we'll try and get them on the show for you. Today, we have Lena from Pompano. How are you doing today, Lena? Great. How are you? Life is great. How are things up at Pompano going pretty well? They're going good. We're getting more people are coming back into the into the branch, which is nice to see. Um, so we're we're alive and kicking. We're very excited. I think we tentatively have even a story time um, scheduled where people can yeah. actually attend. Now it is under registration. At one time, you know, it was first come first serve, and you could get as many people as were allowed. Yeah, and nowadays under the new rules, yeah, definitely call your yeah. branch, everybody. Call your branch and see what we're doing and, and come to see what's going on. Yeah. Um, we got some pretty hefty stories today. Uh, I'm gonna throw the, I'm gonna throw up our browser here. <laughs> get us into the first one and let's let's dig into these things. Sure. So this is a horrible headline. It doesn't make a good headline, but the story is really important. So in case you were not aware out there, and as always, all these stories will be in the show notes afterwards for you. You do not have the right. As of last Tuesday, as an example, you did not have the right to repair a lot of your own goods because of various different uh, laws and things like that. One of them that gets renewed every three years is a part of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, the DMCA. And this is one of those things that got put into place uh, to stop people from stealing uh intellectual property, but it evolved out to where you couldn't even fix your tractor. John Deere tractors fall under this as an example, so that if you're a farmer, you can't even fix your own tractor. You got to call John Deere out. Well, every three years, the office, the, the copyright office gives you some new things you can do. And this year, ex they did some really nice things. And uh, it includes some options to be able to open up your physical gear and start fixing them now. So, Lena, do you have anything at home that you'd want to be fixing? Um, right now, so far, I'm pretty good. Um, when I was reading the article, uh, I have a I have a med tech license. I have a med tech background, mm -hmm. and one of the things that would concern me about this, and they go over it fairly, in fairly good detail, is the medical device issue. Um, yep. As a med and specifically doing what we called FDA write-ups for consumer complaints, we work very strictly. We had to make sure we were using the proper software. We had to make sure that the instrument was in expected condition, what they refer to as expected condition. We had to make sure we used the same lots of controls and standards. The concern here is if, and, Right now, they're just talking about patients having the right to have access to their data when they have a device implanted in them that's registering what's going on in their body. It sounds like here they're now being given the right to have access to that data that the um, that the device provides. And I have, yeah. I have nothing wrong. I see nothing wrong with that. But um, let's say someone decides to stretch the rule a little further and say, "Okay, I own this medical device." I'd like it to do this. I think I know how to tweak the software so it can do that. 
now you have to ask yourself the, you know, question, the integrity of all the results coming out of that instrumentation. Yep. And, 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 that, an and something issue. like that would not actually be covered because you can't go in and change it to do something that it doesn't already do. A really good example would be like your Xbox. So you get an Xbox 360 at home and the drive is going bad in it. Currently, you cannot fix that. You have to take it to an authorized Microsoft dealer to have it fixed. Now, you could take it to any repair shop, any computer repair shop now, could open that up, fix it, put it back together, and hand it back to you. Tuesday, I know that blows some people's minds. Just last Tuesday, just three days ago, you could not do that, and now you're going to be able to. So this is one of those things that happens out there. Go and read up on this. This is something that's going to be a really good, uh, it's a good thing for everybody to get a chance to see and do these things. And I think that part of this is going to be some of the, it's going to allow everyone to just keep things going a little bit more, you know, recycle, reuse rather than buy. And that's going to be a nicer thing for all of us, I think. Yeah. Overall. I'm hopeful at least. But yeah, like you said, somebody going in and starting to mess with these things can really cause some problems too. Yeah. Our other story, there's a really interesting one that I thought happened, is going to be, this is a questionable one to me. I'm not so certain this is a good story or a bad story. So here is the idea. We now have a whole bunch of recordings of whales talking okay. to each other. We know whale song. We know that this stuff goes back and forth. We know that they're communicating on some base level, at least. How intelligent that conversation is, is all up for interpretation. We're now going to start putting a robot down there to try and speak back. Yeah. I don't know. I How are you, how are you doing this, Lena? I think I think it's exciting and it lends itself because the way whales speak, they use a language called CODIS, mm -hmm. which is very similar to uh, Morse code, which can yep. be translated into binary coding of ones and zeros. So it totally perfectly lends itself to be able to communicate with these animals. My thing is, and as I was reading it, I couldn't help, I'm not even that big of a James Bond film fan but i've got like this idea of the no time to die is not the last movie they've got to make a movie where the military gets involved and learns how to train these whales like they did training carrier pigeons <laughs> to do recognizance and and think about it it look the beauty of it it's not like you're if you have a metal detector or sonar to detect uh, submarines, for example, that anyone's going to get miffed if they detect that a whale is swimming by, right? In the meantime, these whales are, are designed to look around, see what's going on, and from a military standpoint, report back. What's see, and that's, that's, this is my concern. See, I'm on the opposite side of the fence from you on this one. See, and uh, two things. One, are how are we going to abuse it like that? Instead of just having a conversation with another species, the first time we can really, I mean, there's some limited sign language stuff going on with some of the great apes. 
um, this would be the first time to really talk with another species that's totally different than us. And then here we go and go abuse it and turn it into a military thing. But there's also the idea of how complicated is this going to be? Because it, it was bad enough when Europeans colonized North America and you had Native Americans, you know, indigenous people had their own languages, had all their stuff. All these names that we use in our traditional language, so much of it originates in an indigenous language. But at least you could both point to the river or to the lake or to this tree and come up with a similar name. How are we going to do that with a whale? How, how are you going to communicate with a sperm whale? I, I just, I know it probably could someone out there is smarter and can figure it out to make it happen. But I'm not so positive that we are the smarter species at this moment to be able to figure that out. Um, no, I, 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 I think there is hope for that. Um, you know, one of the things, when you think about it, when you think about what we do now, we text one another. Mm -hmm. And when you consider what is removed when you text somebody, like they talk about with language, there's a few things that you have to take into consideration when you're dealing with, with language. You're dealing with semantics. You're dealing with uh, certain words and, and, yeah. and meanings. The second thing you're dealing with is grammar. And then the third is just the vocalization, just, just the uh, inflections. In yeah. how somebody speaks. And so, and so how are we going to so figure that out? So all of that's I mean, removed yeah. in a text. I mean, it, it, so, doesn't it seem science fiction like we that we could actually figure it out? I mean, part of this is, you know, this is not Star Trek, by the way, everybody. This is a real thing, really going to happen. Um, and, you know, they're using some AI to try and interpret what all these different whale recordings that they have and how all the interactions. When you get a chance to read the article, uh, they talk a lot about beluga whales because they are very chatty with each other. They, they, you know, they're called like the canaries of the ocean because of that. So there's a lot of data there and it's just using artificial intelligence to try and mine this and try and find something. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting future. I will definitely say that. Yeah. Yeah, I, and also one of the things that I think is hopeful, um, it's a little bit of a tangent. Back when uh, you had Diane Fossey and some of the other people learning about apes and, and then they mm -hmm. realized they could teach apes uh, sign language. Yeah. It brought greater concern about poaching against yep. these animals. So I'm hoping, my hope, and it's it's a little bit uh, Pollyannish in, in ways that- It's uh, good to be hopeful. It's, it's, I'm hoping that when we realize these animals have intelligence and we can communicate and they can communicate back to us, what would they be able to say to us? What would they want to say to yeah. us about, have, about you know, people coming in, whalers coming in and killing their kin? Yeah, exactly. Um, and or whatever we're dumping into the oceans and or fishing and or what. Yeah. And maybe everything. they need. Yeah. And, and maybe and it might again, very well it, be that they're curious about what's happening outside of the water. And and maybe what they could do, uh, again, it could be uh, a National Geographic research, which would be fab fabulous. Yeah. Teaching these animals once again how to communicate with us the condition of the ocean in places where we're not able to dive, where we're not able to go, where these animals are capable of, yeah. of plunging. 
and saying, you know what, this is this is what we're finding. If you want to know what you're doing to us and doing to our home and ultimately doing to yourselves, and uh, similar to what you were talking about in the previous tech talk with with water, with the importance of yeah. water, um, who better than beings that Someone live in it twenty four seven? Yep. Oh, I agree. It's it's again and. Lena and I were talking about this just before the show started. All three of our stories today, we could go on for an hour. I know. Each I know. Sorry. Unfortunately, that's not how our show is set up for everybody out there. Every so one of get, these has, I have yeah. a passion. I know. And and this third one is just crazy talk. Um, so there's a company. So if you don't know what a deep fake is, a deep fake is when you go and take a collection of images, a collection of video, preferably. By the way, you could go download all the videos of that we've been doing for over a year now um, mm -hmm. of these tech talks. And you could go collect a pretty good sample of my voice or at least one side of my face. And you could go build up a database and then use it to recreate and make a deep fake of me of bob out there talking and doing right. and now there's a company in india rephrase.ai that is creating these on purpose for good they claim that they've got a very strong ethics panel behind them that they're not going to that not going to allow these to be used for the bad one of the examples i used was as an executive uh to <laughs> tell each and every um employee uh thank you give them a personalized thank you by taking just the simple recording that the executive has done and then setting up a script so that it can say the individual names, talk about individual achievements that they've done and things like that. Um, or celebrities saying happy birthday to someone out there and things like that. But again, again, this is that slippery slope here, Lena. I'm not sure. Um. You know, with all three of the things that we discussed, I feel like there's a common thread here. And that common thread is in, or, and in order for us to not create laws that are reactive, mm -hmm. that if we want to be able to encourage good use, the greatest thing we can promote is the concept of do no harm. Yes. Because you can make a, a gazillion laws about how to use these things, and, sure, and and you know, here it's saying you know they're they're not going to make it available for for widespread consumer use. It's definitely going to be controlled. So you know, it's just like when you get a letter in the mail um, from Habitat for Humanity, and it says, "Dear, dear, Mis dear Mr. Anstat." Yeah. And you know, it's it's a it's a letter that's a form letter that all it's doing is changing the name. So in this case, you're having a video that's welcoming you by the same person, and they're just using your name. That's lovely. Yep. Yes. Where does the current concern come in when you get someone who uses their brains for bad instead of good, and figures out a way to get a hold of this um, useful tool yeah. and turn it into a weapon. Yep. Now, That's what I'm always, yeah. It's, it's always do, that, you know, gets yeah, down do to no ethics. harm. That, see, that is, that is a great thing. Yes. Do no harm is a great idea. You know, I, I have that on my wall at work here is be nice. It's right on the door to my cubicle. So just to remind myself, remind everybody, 
be nice. Treat everybody the yes. way you want to be treated, and we wouldn't have these issues. Be um, kind. Yeah, be kind. exactly. The, these it. things here That's are it. like uh, the video here um, playing. You can't hear the sound on this. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 it. You, you, it. The object of the game is at some point in time. And you can't tell that that's you it. You have right? to trust. You have to trust. Yeah. You have to believe that for the most part, there's good in everybody. I know that's a, you know, quoting from Anne Frank, may she rest in peace. Uh, in spite of everything that does happen in this world that we hear about on the news. Yeah, uh, there's good in everybody. And I think and there is. I, I do think that everybody can. And I just wonder how we're going to protect ourselves from the people who don't um, want it to be that way or people who are going to take advantage of those things. You know, it's already one of the reasons spam emails work. Why, one of the reasons why those all those spam calls work is because right. if you can send out, you know, a million spam messages and mm -hmm. only one tenth of a percent pay you one dollar when you ask them for a dollar oh my gosh still made thousands of dollars hey and you it know, only and cost you maybe 25 cents to send out those emails yeah yeah and, and you know here's the thing you know they say there's a sucker born every minute you know those those type of emails you think that people should know by now it's like do you have prince edward in a can kind uh -huh. of thing yeah but just like about a little over a year ago i think this one lady came in was she was upstairs at a reference desk and uh at a reference area and she asked me to come over to help her out she said she needed help creating an account of all things a um uh, uh, um crypto coin yeah uh, like a bitcoin account uh, yeah, the Bitcoin account. She said she got an email from somebody who said who claimed he's got all this money and he'd like to give it away. And, and he, all he needs is for folks to create an account so that and put a little money in it so that he can go ahead and transfer his money. But they have to. As, and I said to her, I said, ma'am, I don't mean to be rude. But in good conscience and good ethics, I cannot yeah. help you with that. Do you understand what's going? And I finally explained it to her, and she's like, "Oh, but he seems." So. I said, "Of course, they all seem so nice. This is the same." Yeah. And that's the scary thing, Bob. It's not. There are people out there to this day that, for whatever reason, they miss that warning. They miss that email about, yeah. "Hey, these these type of things are out there." Yep. I'm, I just surprised I, me because it was I such know. an old gag. That's yeah. something that people got caught up on back in the late nineties, early two thousands when the um, internet that was, was actually a, when the telegraph that oh. was a that was a thing that they did over the telegraph. Oh my gosh. So oh, we're talking Victorian age. So stuff. is this yeah, a bad case it's of pretty, history yeah, repeating thing. itself? Always. Yep. It's the same thing. There was there were some oh, you need to go back and read the, the Victorian internet. It's a fun <gasps> book. Um it is all about the introduction of the um telegram uh -huh. and the telegraph sorry um and telegram is a different service and how the telegraph worked and how all of a sudden it, it took on abuse and people were abusing it like within months of the thing being invented it's just craziness it's so much fun it's speaking of fun wasn't this time has just flown right on by hasn't it i know 
it is, it, it's just insane. We have to do. We fast. have to. We have to with all these articles and and oh my gosh, you got me going. Yeah. It's like we've got to have a continuation to be continued. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It, uh, doesn't don't you <laughs> same, always want to same bat way? time, same bat channel? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you know. Lena, you're up at Pompano. You guys have got the Make and Takes coming on. You've yes. got Artlet coming up in January. Like you said, you've got some of the um, in-person programming starting. Almost all it's the libraries exciting. have something after November 1st or so. So contact your local library. What, do you, what else do you guys got going on? They're prepping us for classes. They're prepping us for in-house classes for yeah. the new year. Um, and I was going out on, uh, we use Oasis as our source for manuals and things like that. And they've already got, they've already got 2019 and our software is still uh, 2013. But we discussed that with um, Michael Bryant, wonderful guy. Yeah. We're going um, to get some new stuff coming up soon. He's, he, he said, because we're just teaching the basics, the basics aren't any different from 2013 and 2000. Oh, yeah. What so we were just so talking about on our last story. These are the constants. These are the basics. Everybody needs to learn. Everybody needs to come yeah. in and take these basic classes. And we'll be able to help you do that all at I'm your library excited. and all for free. I'm right. very excited about that. It's I'm, great. And I'm, I'm pushing it uh, when they when people call. I'm pushing the library card because um, one of the latest things is at one time, if we if you had a library card, it made it easier to get a get a library card at Nova. Now yeah. my understanding is your library card's just as good. Our yeah. li oh, our library yeah. is just as good now at Nova. Yeah. So it's just yeah, and you, you can know. go take all those classes through LinkedIn Learning and everything. It's an yeah. amazing thing. Well, let me throw up our yeah. Let me throw up our final slide here and wrap up for the night for the afternoon. As you could obviously we could just keep on going with these. I know, I know. it's a great thing. I know. So thank you everybody for tuning in this week. Um, again, if you want to see your favorite librarian or your favorite library featured, email me creationstation at broward.org. All the all these articles will be in the in the show notes for you. And we'll see you next week. Stay safe.